I know what I need to do now and I know what I to do to feel good. It's just that I just need to apply it more regularly to my life because I still have those moments where I'll get distracted and knocked off and come off kilter. But the difference is now I notice that quicker and I nip it in the bud and get back on track. So I'm not beating myself up about it. Or when I decide that I'm just going to have an off day, I do it consciously now and I'm going to go, right, I'm having an off day, so I'm going to own it. What, what I started to record were sort of, I've called them like checkpoints, but they're effectively breakthroughs. Uh, and I've, I've got like the dates written down of certain events that happened to me. Because to me, it's like, do you know what? You should celebrate that day because that day yeah. is important in your life. I said this to people. I said like, you don't see anything externally or you won't hear anything externally. But I am completely different than I was three or four months ago. That is the truth of it. I don't think it's a form of failure, I suppose. Maybe that's the wrong word. But I don't think getting a coach asking for help, asking people to help support you, especially if you work on your own, you know, it can be quite isolating. And actually, it's it's a really... It is a really, really positive step to do. I don't think that anything negative could potentially come out of it. Who wants to be an entrepreneur? This isn't a quiz show. This is reality. A real-life discovery of what it really takes to be an entrepreneur. Welcome to a new season of podcast episodes of personal and business coaching topics and techniques around the three pillars of HEW, health, excellence, and wealth. HEW is introducing guests to the Who Wants to Be an Entrepreneur show based on their own personal experiences. A full real-life account of trials and tribulations of what it takes. Hello and welcome to episode 91 of the Who Wants to Be an Entrepreneur podcast show with myself, Helen Williams, and my co-partner, Lauren Brady. Today's episode is a little bit different to what we normally bring to you as we have invited some individuals and business owners who have worked with us one-on-one for coaching along onto the show to share their own experiences about working with us, about coaching, about what it's meant for them, for their progress and for their goals. It's all right for us as coaches to stand back and share the benefits and and promote coaching. But what the real game changer is, is seeing and hearing straight from the horse's mouth what it is meant for them. And this this episode, we've got three different business owners from different experiences, different backgrounds, different business sectors who share their own experience. So hopefully you relate, hopefully you resonate. What does come up time and time again is how individuals go, oh, I'm so happy that it's not just me because when we have got fears, we've got overwhelms, we've got obstacles, we've got blockages, we often think that it's just us in that situation. So sharing this and sharing uh, how other people have overcome them and what it's meant for them, hopefully will help you be able to move forward also. So sit back, relax, enjoy. And as always, we always welcome your feedback. So Claire, when you started working with HEW and me then specifically, what were your like initial expectations? Because obviously you you knew me, or not obviously, not for everybody else's benefit, but you knew of me through Lauren. So yeah. what were your initial expectations about it all, about the business, about the coaching, about me? Yeah, and I mean, and, and I'd done one of the webinars as well, so I kind of had exposure to you before I actually... I think that was basically me kind of checking you out a little bit because I do value Lauren's opinion. We've been friends for a very long time and 
put together and stuff. Knowing what Lauren's like, I was like, okay, this person needs to be a really strong character to be able to kind of put Lauren in her place when she needs it or, you know what I mean? And that was what I expected. And effectively, that's what I got. But, um, but I didn't have my, like real expectations because I've never, I didn't really know what coaching involved, like, and the way that you work on the three different things. Because every time I've kind of gone for guidance in other areas, they're very specific targeted to one aspect of my life mm. but um yeah I definitely had that vibe of that you know you know bs kind of thing came through but I like that mm. and especially like that in women which is why um I was just like yeah okay crap because I knew that that's what I need to be able to whip me into shape if you know what I mean mm. um so yeah that <laughs> so when you say whip you into shape what what did you need whipping like what what was it that you wanted to shape what was it that you wanted to achieve so when I came to you I was I'd, I'd just come off the back of a social media training because I was doing um a side hustle as we say yeah. that I know that we have in common as well as so we both had experience of it but um I was kind of just really overwhelmed with that yeah not in not particularly enjoying it um I was really hating work and I was in a really bad place and I had basically been, since Corona hit China in January, my life had just been an absolute shit show. Um, and I'd basically gone from being super healthy last year, doing boot camps and things to just binging on wine and sh- like takeaway all the time. So I, I was just, and then I think I'd had a conversation with Lauren about finances and it was just a mate chat. Um, but I was like, shit, I've got myself in debt again. And I'm like, oh, I always do this. I get out and then I get back in again and get out, get back in. And just some of the content that you guys were putting out on Instagram, which I was quite, I was on every day at the time, was just really speaking to me. And I just, I'd obviously known that Lauren had been working with you. And I think she did tell me earlier on in her journey that she was. And so mm-hmm. I just saw her life kind of get better and better and better. And her we both were on personal development journeys, so to speak, and we were doing them in different ways, but I could just see how her, it was, it just had all this practical impact on her life. Mm. She just seemed great, like in a great place. And I know that she's not always just human, but I was like, I want a bit of that. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. So when, when you said that Lauren had told you quite early on to her coaching that she was working with me and having coaching investing in herself, did you tell anyone else that you were working with a coach? Um, yes. I'm really open about that kind of stuff anyway, but I did make a point of telling my boss and he took that well. Um, because usually when I do other stuff or read these books, he just laughs at me. And you know, a lot of people do cause they're like, Oh, self help books. Cause mm-hmm. you've obviously got issues or something to do that. And that's not the case at all. We're just very different. Um, and yeah. And, and when I talk to people, like, I, I don't know, I kind of, I love when I come across something that I love, then I want to share it and recommend it to people. So I'm, I'm always like recommending books or anything that I've kind of done that I think might have a positive impact on somebody. So yeah, like if, if it comes up in conversation, I don't go into details, but I do say, oh, I've been doing this and this is where I was and this is where I am now. Yeah. Because I can definitely tell there's a huge, huge difference to where I was, you know, three, four months ago. Wow. Okay. So tell us some about some uh, more detail then around those changes like what has it what has it been and what has it meant for you as a person where have you changed where have you improved okay so it has been something as well week on week like the things that I've done even though I might not be perfect and particularly consistent now but the things that I have done since started working with yourself 
I don't think I'd, I was saying to my friend at the weekend, because we used to live in Hamburg together, and I remember we went out and we bought all this running gear and we were like, we're going to go for a run every single night. And we did one and we never did it again. And um, I was like, running is not for me. And I mean, I'm not going to say that I've been running loads, but I've been a few times and it's because you were like, come on, just do it. And I did. So I went from a point from doing, I was not doing any exercise to now it's like I'm out every day if I can. Um, just for the fresh air effectively um, and for a podcast it's not because I'm like I need to get some exercise and and then I'm doing other things on top of that so that has increased yeah um I'm way more conscious now of what I put in my body we didn't discuss like nutrition and stuff but I already knew about that anyway but it was a case of just applying it and so I've had really unexpected wins as well so somewhere along the journey I stopped despising work like I still 100% get stressed and frustrated all the time but like I don't I'm not looking at it through the same lens so that's a huge win and that was the biggest thing for me because at the beginning I was like I think I need to leave like I think it's just best for everyone all around and that's completely changed now and my relationships with people at work have changed as a result relationships with certain family members um, without going into too much detail but have improved or I've just made myself less available so I'm I feel less I'm not getting dragged into things that I don't need to or I can't have any control or impact on so that's good oh I've got clarity and this is what I've said to you recently it's like I know what I need to do now and I know what I to do to feel good it's just that I just need to apply it more regularly to my life because I still have those moments where I'll get distracted and knocked off and come off kilter but the difference is now I notice that quicker and I nip it in the bud and get back on track. Yeah. So I'm not beating myself up about it. Or when I decide that I'm just going to have an off day, I do it consciously now and I'm going to go, right, I'm having an off day, so I'm going to own it. Duvet's coming down on the sofa and I'm going to chill out as opposed to sit there thinking, I should be doing this, I should be doing that and feeling guilty about it. Mm-hmm. So, when you say that you've had some unexpected wins then, what is it that's been kind of the most surprising? Well, that's that was one of the relationships, like the relationship with my mum. Right, okay. That, because I didn't even really realise at the time that it wasn't where I wanted it to be. Yeah. But, um, yeah, we just are way more on the same wavelength again. And we used to be like this. We were really, really close. And I did feel bad that we weren't for many years. And a lot of that was me like, blaming her for things that she shouldn't be other personal development I realized that okay no it's me and my out my perspective and how I look at things that is the issue and um, so I've just become a bit, bit more oh, what's the word I can't think but I'm, I'm just I'm not so judgy on her or you know I'm not kind of like going you shouldn't have done this you shouldn't do that but I do still have expectations and I will still say okay well I need you to do this or I want you to do this and um, and we'll have a discussion around it but I, I kind of recognize now where where I can get support and how I can get support from her so where it's like I might want more um or in a different way I know that that's not that's not the way it's going to have to be so I don't sit there and wind myself up about that um and since I've accepted that we're just in a much better place Mm. I mean all of that what you've said about relationships people at work your family members your mom uh and just generally improving all relationships with everybody it's Obviously, me and you haven't worked on other people, have we? We've just been working with you. So you, this is what I mean. You're the, you're the core nucleus and the common yeah. denominator. So improve you. And then, obviously, by default, you're rippling it out to everyone else. And, and I know that other people, because I know we've had discussions about your employer and your boss um, and the relationship there, 
he's recognised that change within you and he's recognised then the, the improvements and what have you. Yeah, I def- and I feel like that. I don't know if you would admit it, but he definitely, I feel like that in, in a, and how we are and, how, and the things that we talk about. And I've also pulled away from certain relationships as well and yeah. certain people that I think it's just about, you know, when they say about you're the, co- you know, the five people you're the average of, yeah. I've become very much more aware of that. But also I, it's like, I just, I feel like I want to have people in my life now that I, that either want my help and ask for it and, um, or I don't want to be somebody's sounding board just for the sake of it, or I don't want to be a friend just for the sake of it. It's like I want somebody to add value to my life and I want to add value back to theirs. And if that's not happening, then that's fine. It's not like I'm going to fall out with that person, but I'm not going to invest as much time in that. Yeah. And I've quite happily kind of pulled back from certain um, friendships, I suppose. And there hasn't been a trigger. It's not like we've had a conversation around it, but we've just naturally kind of stepped back and that's we're just in different places. Yeah. And that is quite freeing. And especially because it's not like I've not got that guilty feeling like I should be making more of an effort. So I've always had that where I always feel like it's down to me to put the effort in. Mm-hmm. And then eventually I'm like, well, I'm not getting it back. So now it's like, well, I will put effort in where I see it's going to be returned. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So I think that's where I said earlier on, I was like, I'm not as available. Um, yeah. But that isn't necessarily a bad thing. So obviously we've done quite a lot of in-depth work around your personal development, you know, critiquing of your own behaviours, uh, your own awareness and all of that. What have you found particularly challenging about any of that or have you? I mean, I, I quite enjoy the process. I love this kind of thing and I'm very open to it. So I've never found it challenging kind of opening up to you about anything like that. But um, I suppose me or the challenging thing has always been when you're not holding me accountable for something that then I would slip off and I feel like I'm kind of I'm like hiding it but then eventually I'll turn around to you and go okay this is what I've been doing so I'm kind of getting myself like I'm you know reprimanding myself effectively it's not like I need you to hold me accountable for stuff that was the that was the piece um I think that I find found and still do but to a lesser extent challenging but apart from that like the, the stuff that we've talked about I don't know I just I don't know I find it so fascinating and I love it that I can go a whole week or two weeks and then we'll talk and as we're talking I'm kind of figuring stuff out and vocalizing it so it's not like you're even saying well this this and this or you'll just ask me a question and it's suddenly like it comes I'm like oh yeah and then it sends me up on another well, tangent. Well, that's the beauty of coaching that is the beauty of it I'm not here to lecture you and tell you what to do I'm here to coach you and extract it from you so that you know what you're doing make the decisions and be at peace with those decisions for yourself I'm here to to guide you through that and make sure that the decisions and the process that you're taking yourself on is the right choice for you and you know that's the beauty of it so when all the the penny drops and you look at that perspective because of how I then uh, you know I'm coming at you with different questions and giving you those um, ideas to think about and the perspectives to consider the, the the thing is you're doing the work I'm just I'm just coaching you and putting you in the right direction and giving you the right things to consider on the table at the time my name is Alec Calderbank and I run a local heating business, installing, servicing and repairing boilers. So, Alec, we want to start off by asking you why you chose HEW to work with. Aside from a business, I've got other aspirations. So I would like to become uh, a novelist 
as in a published novelist, and I've, I've always been interested in investing and trading. But I, I understood that I didn't have what I needed to get there. I tried, I tried different things, but I just couldn't make any headway on it. I tried getting up at 5am for two years. I've tried different diets. I've tried other things, but it just, I was just never any nearer. Do you think it was putting everything together and making kind of different components sit within each other? Would you say that's where you were? Yeah, I, do, I just couldn't get enough clarity on what I wanted to do or how I was going to get there. Okay, and so I, you perfectly. Yeah. You've kind of gone on to the next point. What, what did you want to get? What did you want to get from investing in yourself and in your business development? Well, since for about 20 years, really, I've, I've read development books and whatnot and if if i see anything or hear anything that i feel has value i'm just massively interested in it but my main thing was that i, I just knew with the right guidance that i would whatever the blocks were they would be moved if you like i would the obstructions would be shifted but i just thought if i keep persevering at this and i keep searching i'm going to find the answer so that was it really Okay, and what were what were your what were your expectations like at the beginning? Did you had you ever done anything like this one on one coaching before? Had you ever had someone who, you know, you spoke this directly to and they spoke directly back? I've never had coaching, and I didn't really understand the sort of day to day or week to week of the you know how would it unfold, what would the value be to me, and what I would take from it. In all honesty, I just thought I've tried everything else. I'm going to try this now. That was it, really. Yeah. Uh, so we, you're yeah. naturally someone who looks for solutions, would you say? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I try to look within and I'm, I'm always convinced that I'll find the answer. But the reality is I, I don't find the answer because you, you're too occupied with the, the daily challenges, aren't you? And you don't, you, I'm personally unable to get that perspective and step back from it enough to, to, yes. to then get the answer or find the answer, discover the answer, whatever. And did you have any reservations, Alec? Was there anything in your mind or in your perception at the time that was holding you back? Maybe just in terms of hiring a coach or in, in your business, what were your reservations in general? Because I've tried a lot of different forms of training and courses and, and, and different things over the years, my expectation is always that I'll go into something thinking this could be the answer uh, you know, much like a relationship, you think, I hope this is the one, if you like. I don't want to put all this effort in and not get a long-term result from this. Yeah. I'm not somebody who likes to chop and change as such. I just want to get on the right road and stay on the right road. Yeah. Whereas with, with this, I just didn't know, honestly, would it would, would it pan out? I always think I'll put 100% in and I'll get like 10% out. That's how it's always been in the past with different forms of training and whatnot. Mm -hmm. Okay, and what do you think the hardest part's been? So as you've been working now, you've been working with us as um, a client, I think now for about four, four and a half months. What's been the toughest thing that you've uncovered or that you've worked through or just into the whole process? What's been tough? I think sort of two things, like being honest with yourself, like truly honest, because when I started the process, the things that I thought I wanted aren't what I really want, if you see what I mean. And I didn't understand that until I under, not, not understood myself more. It's not as though it was getting rid of all the clutter. Yeah. I, I always think of it as like clearing your office out. And I always feel like when the office is clear and I've, I've, I've really sort of gone to town on that, 
I feel that I can take on the world from that desk. I feel I can achieve anything if you like. Mm. Um, but, but, but within a <laughs> yeah, but within a couple of weeks, it's just chaos again. If yeah. You see what I mean? Yeah. And you think, well, why do I let it get to chaos? And it's the same with this. It felt felt the same. But the other thing was that I knew I'd have to establish habits, and I didn't know how long those habits would take. So initially, you're just chipping away and chipping away for about five or six weeks. It was for me before I felt like anything changed. And, and I just thought, you know, stick with it. It's going to work. And I was like, nothing's, nothing's different. Everything's the same. That, that was how it felt at the time. Did you ever want to throw the towel in? Did you ever think, you know, if I'm not getting this result at this point, it's not going to happen? There were times where I thought this isn't going to work. Like mm. I'm, just not, I'm just not getting anywhere. And I, di- I didn't blame the process or, you know, HEW or anything like that. I just thought, am I right for this? Or am I getting the most out of it? And I said to you one, one day that I, w- I was a bit annoyed with myself after about a month or I said, I don't feel I'm putting enough into this. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like I've got to sort of, you know, pull my socks up. I need to do more or be more or whatever. Not in a cheesy, cliche way. But, you know, if I was working alongside myself, I would have took them to one side and told them off type thing. Yeah. I remember, like that. I, rem- I remember that couple of weeks really clearly because, you know, we were talking about 168 hours in the week. We spend one of them together. Um, you know, you've always been superb at your check-ins and accountability. And, you know, when we give you a little bit of a, a boot in the ass, you know, you take it well and you take it because you, you were moving towards your goal. It's not about my goal, it's your goal. But I remember specifically when we did the task of would you hire yourself? Would you promote yourself or would you fire yourself? Um, and I remember that as a turning point for you because you were like, crikey, would I fire me as a, as a self-employed person? And you've worked for yourself for, you know, like you've worked for yourself for a long time. So we, you know, myself included, we all get into our own rhythm, our own habits. And that's why for me personally, having that third party to go and turn the light on and help you clear the room up definitely, definitely is beneficial. Okay. Um, here's a question for you. Did you tell anybody else that you hired a coach? Yes, I did. Because any time I've done any kind of self-development, yeah. I will tell anyone that will listen or anyone who won't that I'm reading such a book or I've, I've heard such a thing or such a podcast or I've seen this on no, YouTube or whatever. I've read this article online or, or, or whatever. I'll be on this session. It was amazing or whatever. I just tell them. And a lot of the time they just roll their eyes and they think, oh God, here we go again. And every time, if I, if I meet people I've not seen for sort of two or three years or whatever, they'll, they'll start with, so what are you doing at the moment, Alec? And they'll always ask me whatever it is I'm pursuing it in that time. Um, but I did tell people because I, well, I just, I did. It was natural for you to talk about your growth and what you were doing. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, it's, it's really interesting that- as, as you say it though. Yeah, you, you're you like, I know that I'm going to continue to grow. You know, if I knew everything now that I knew 15 or 10 years ago, you know, how stagnant would I be? So I'm continually growing and developing and, and adding more skills to the toolbox. Yeah, if I well, I, I always think that if I was, if I could go back one year, if I'm not a better version than I was a year ago, I'd be absolutely gutted. I'd be heartbroken. It's, it's weird, really. I don't know why. We'll be having is. a little cry on this session. We'll be having a right hug. <laughs> Getting a bit emotional there. So yeah. I just I couldn't deal with it. Like yeah. lots of things in life, I can deal with yeah. obstacles problems and stuff I'm fine with it 
but stuff like that, I just think, no, I couldn't, I just couldn't cope Would that with that. would be one of your biggest pain points, Alec, if you were to look ahead and go, if I'm not growing, if I'm not developing, that would be the biggest thing that pisses you off. Would you say that's true for you? I, I, I'm just an all or nothing person. So I've, if I haven't given my best, yeah. the outcome is not as important as knowing that I've done my best at that particular endeavour. If, if I haven't given that the maximum, I don't care what I'm doing, it has to be the best I can do. Yeah. Even if that, even if the result's terrible, it doesn't matter. If that was the best I can do, honestly, I'm I'm happy with that. So it's really funny as you say that because as I've been coaching you, your self awareness. You know, we always talk about it. Your self awareness is super high to the point at times I'm like, let's shut a bit of it off so we can just focus in front of us and get what we're getting done. But you've also made yourself very coachable. You know, you've got a very growth mindset. You're very open-minded. But at the same time, that what you've just explained there is the fact that you look for a process. You're like, if I've completed everything in the process, even if I've not got the result, I'll keep tweaking and going back. And it's interesting by your nature of business. So when you did your introduction, I don't know if you were just being coy or warming up, but you run an amazing heating business. But you are someone who's renowned for detail. You're renowned for, you know, treating people with impeccable values and manners and your customer service isn't just something that's on the side of your van and um, you know it's something that we've talked about as such a unique part of you in the trade that you're in the business that you're in you've worked for yourself for so long what do you see in other people who are in the same industry not to cast any aspersions or negatives what do you, what do you see that separates you from other people in this industry I think there's sort of two things really the, the first one is that I genuinely care yeah. The money is an aside to me. I'm like doing my figures and things like that. It's a necessary task. It isn't something that I think about. I don't think about the money that I take home or anything like that. It, it doesn't really enter my mind. But what does enter my mind is that if a customer has a specific problem, that I smash that, if you like. If I if I can give them a solution far beyond anything that they want. Yeah. I don't mean like Aladdin. I don't mean, you know. <laughs> you know You're the like Aladdin, Aladdin of boilers. <laughs> no, no, I, I, I don't mean it like, you know, you turn the tap and your money, your bank starts to fill with money. I don't mean that yeah. kind of thing. We'd all, just, we'd all hire you, Alec. Well, I know, but I, I just think it's just important to me that you get what you pay for and mm. you should be left with a positive experience. You know, like if you go for a meal somewhere and they just can't do enough for you and you think, do you know what the, the you know like I'm not saying the food was average or whatever, but it's it's not about that. It's the whole experience, and I I try to bring the same thing into people's homes, mm. where they get such I won't say a lovely experience, but a respectful, positive, pleasant experience. Yeah. They're not getting ripped off. They're getting total honesty because yeah. it's not about money for me. It's about getting them to their solution. Yeah. And it's been brilliant working with you, Alec, when we've been talking about like how I, I'm impressed when I hear all the way and the different ways that you service your customers, your communication, how prompt you are, your value. You know, one of the things that we worked on is I'm like, put your prices up, like hire a coach. And the first thing I said to you is put your price up like massively because you're underselling yourself. Um, but it's it's something that's so unique through coaching that we identified your values, like really what's important to you. I'm saying put your prices up because you'd probably get more customers because the price point being too low actually puts some people off thinking maybe this is like an apprentice or a new person, not reflecting the 10, 15, 20 years of amazing experience you have, but also reflecting what's important to you. I'm not going to come in and out and 
traipse through your house and not have respect for your home or your family or your children you know you work with people who you've worked with for 5 10 15 years because they want you back in because of your unique values and system as a company so yeah i get dead excited for you i tell everybody this is the this is the man this is the man okay what's your biggest learning or your biggest breakthrough alec you kind of hinted at something earlier on in the conversation but what do you think or one or two things that have been like a proper right light switch is on desk is clear to, to be totally honest, as, as a bit of a, a background project, I've been going through my check-ins because there are, it feels like hundreds of them, and they are extremely <laughs> lengthy. I mean, I'll probably be about, I don't know, 75 or 80 before I've actually gone through them all and made notes. But We might make your check-ins into a podcast one day. When you're a published author, I'm going to keep them all and put them in as a, a little uh, a little audio book. <laughs> They just even even hearing them back, I just think, wow, you you frustrate me. I don't know how Lauren puts up with this. This is this is detailed. It's like, do you need to know if I've got ketchup or that I've just been to buy ketchup? And that would be in there. Yeah. Like, I think really the whole thing. What what I started to record were sort of I've called them like checkpoints, but they're effectively breakthroughs. Uh, and I've I've got like the dates written down of certain events that happened to me. So because to me it's like. Do you know what? You should celebrate that day because that day yeah. is important in your life. And, yeah. and said this to people. I said, like, you don't see anything externally or you won't hear anything externally. But I am completely different than I was three or four months ago. That is the truth of it. But the main... To say there are, like, two benefits or just undersell it massively, for me it was a fact that I've always had, like, you know, mind fog. I've always had too many ideas, too many things going on in my head. It's very hard. It's not hard to focus, but it's hard to be efficient if if you feel that way. Yeah. So the first thing that happened was my mind sort of uh, slowly decluttered, um, and I kept exercising every day, and I was trying to look at look at my sleep, which I measure, and nutrition and things like that. But then, about six weeks in, I just stopped feeling stress completely. I mean, you could. I'm not saying this is a pitch, but. You could genuinely sell this as a way of de-stressing yourself, but it depends what drives your personal stress. Yeah. For me, obviously, the issues that I was able to to resolve, yeah. um, and those issues were, um, you know, spinning too many plates or spinning the wrong plates a lot of the time, yeah. focusing on the wrong thing and just overcomplicating the things I needed to do to get to my goals. Whereas now I can sit there. I can make a list for you within about 10 or 15 minutes and I can tell you exactly what I need to do to achieve three very different goals in minutes. And, and it's, I've, you know, I spent three or four decades of my life trying to do that. So, you know what I mean? It's like, um, I don't know, you can't, I can't, oversell the value of this honestly yeah. it's one of the things that I get so much excitement from um like for yourself as a client we know we joke there about the check-ins but you, um I think I've mentioned this to you before there's yourself and one of the client I work with directly who are both brilliant at journaling your thoughts via a voice note so you're checking to me and for anyone who's not aware with different clients we have a check-in procedure not everyone checks in every day some people check in once or twice a week and um, but for Alec it really worked because 
you're a solo entrepreneur. So you don't have someone who you're checking in next to or a team member. And this is often where the coach becomes. We call it the 12th man on the team if you're a footballer. Um, got to come in on the back of watching United yesterday. You need about 15 men to try and catch that bloody game yesterday up. Um, the It's the idea that you you journal your thoughts. And like I'm laughing about the catch-up. You know, you, you tell me about your exercise. You tell me when, you know, you have or haven't hit, you know, the KPI that we set. And, you know, we, you know what the intention is for the day in terms of your workload, you know, when you're seeing your family, when you're seeing your son, when you're with your partner. So you're journaling everything out. So your priorities are then given to someone else. And by doing that, I think that's, it's massively been beneficial for you to clear the fog in that. Like, I mean, I reply most days, but some days you just get a thumbs up and, you're, and I'm like, you're good to go, mate. You know what you're doing. You know, in the initial weeks, I was like, check your internal dialogue. Come on. We said five days this week, we're exercising. Arse out of bed, get up Holcomb Hill. <laughs> But then you didn't need that because your own accountability had really stepped in. So that was brilliant. Um, Okay, let's wrap this up because I could chat to you all day and we do. What advice would you give to someone else? If you could go back and talk to yourself, you know, maybe six, eight months ago, you hadn't thought hiring a coach. You didn't really understand what coaching was. What advice would you give to Alec of that day? Well, I would tell myself to go for it. I would say it's the best self-development money you're going to spend but, but for anyone else, I'd just say that you need to sort of need to understand the quality of people that you're dealing with. And it sounds like a real, you know, stuck up thing to say, but H-E-W-R, it's just phenomenal. Like the talent and knowledge in there is just incredible. But you can get that fairly inexpensively in my mind and access that bank of experience and knowledge and then apply that to your own life. And then you are forever richer, aren't you, really? Yeah. Whereas people buy, you know, like I, I love Apple products. I want to buy a new Apple Watch and all the rest of it. But because in your mind, you're telling yourself, when I buy that, my life's going to be a little bit better. Whereas with this, it genuinely is better. It's not an aspirational thing. It just will be better. But don't don't write it off. Just Just think like the Americans have it right. They are totally supportive and about coaching. They're very keen to sort of say, oh, I, I'm, I'm, I'm seeing a coach at the moment. And it's, it's very positive, isn't it? And we don't have that in our society. I tell everybody because I don't, I don't care, frankly. Yeah. But, but I, it's I, interesting I how you say it. You know, again, we see it over the pond a little bit. People talk about, you know, having someone to work through problem solutions, entrepreneurs and um, startups, you know, we work with lots of people who are in employed positions, high levels of responsibility. I think the UK was a bit like that even five, 10 years ago about, you know, having a personal trainer or having a gym membership, you know, you know, we didn't get it at the same yeah. level. So hopefully we're setting the pace for everyone and, and know that that zero stress is an option and having the right team behind you as a, especially as a, for me, as a solo entrepreneur, it can be a game where, you know, you're on that path on your own, having a team around you to keep you focused on the ball and, you know, that discipline and motivation comes into play as well. Yeah, I think your mindset and your health are absolutely critical to happiness. I can't think of any, I mean, over the last few weeks, I've tried to think of really successful people who are slobs, who don't apply themselves, who yeah. are just late. And I can't think of any, like I think Elon Musk, because he works something stupid like 120 hours a week or something. Yeah, he really is he's, an entity of himself, isn't he? Yeah, but you're just thinking like, he's not lazy. So I'm going through a list of, of really successful people and you're thinking, no, I'm really struggling to find any lazy ones in there. Yeah. Whereas if, you know, if I needed something, if I need my teeth 
looking at, I'd go to a dentist or a vehicle, I would go to a mechanic or my accounts, I would go to an accountant or a bookkeeper. But then your mindset, like the most critical part of your being really, at least in a professional sense, but personally as well, it's very important just to completely ignore it and it's like well that's the most important thing actually that's the first thing you should sort out and it's yeah i i I think we will as a society move to see the light yeah it's it's just better you couldn't have put it any better we could you could be an ambassador for hcw and we do appreciate it because you do support (laughs) us online and on our socials and everything and we with myself and helen um i know you and helen have um the, the competition around who can improve their sleep the most and we do call it sleep club uh, although at the moment you know I think you're winning in terms of quality of sleep hours and the long uh, the long period so it's it's great to have you as, as part of the community and we really appreciate everything you give back as well well it's you versus you isn't it you versus you every day Get, get the gloves on and let's get ready. Alec, we've taken up loads of your time already. Thank you very much for sharing. Uh, if anyone does want a service uh, heating engineer and boiler service uh, man in the Lancashire region, Alec Calderbank Heating, you'll find him on Instagram where he's now ever present sharing his uniqueness. <laughs> Look out for him in the future, writing and investing as well. Alec, thanks for your time. We'll speak to you soon. Thank you. So, Kira, we've never actually even met before. Um, no. We've built our uh, relationship and we've been working together purely online over lockdown. So how has that been for you? And how did you come about reaching out to HEW and reaching out to work with me personally? So how I found HEW was through a friend of mine. So, uh, yeah, a close friend. She... I'd seen some of her posts on Insta. Um, She had been doing videos on Instagram promoting her business and had really just upped her social media content. And I just was having a chat with her one day, asking her about it. And I was like, what have you, like, where did you get this from? Like, how, how did you come up with this? And she recommended you and Hugh. And I, like you said, we were in lockdown. And with my business, I work in the retail, fashion retail sector. And obviously that took a bit of a hammering um, and the business just kind of stopped. And I was quite concerned, but also really kind of ready to try and take the business to the next level. And using like I could actually use lockdown to, to get a business coach to help me drive the business forward. And it just seemed like really it was kind of all synchronized how I'd seen this video from Holly. And then I was like, she told me about you and it was like, oh my God, this is like the perfect time. And yeah, obviously I went onto your Insta, had a look at what you were doing. We arranged a meeting, had a bit of a chat and I was just like, I like this girl. <laughs> she, she is no nonsense. She seems to know exactly what she's talking about. She's ticking all the boxes of what I require, what I would like to have done. I did actually speak to a couple of other coaches, you know, again, that other friends had potentially um, had used previously as, as potentials. And uh, like for me, like Hugh just clicked with what I wanted and your personality and I thought we could work together really well um so yeah so no we haven't actually met but you know th- three months of working together online it, it did actually did actually really work we I'm definitely going to make and be making a trip to London because we have got to meet in person Absolutely. Um, you know I feel like I know you I feel like we have met 
um, seeing as we've spent so much time together quite intense over that period and, and you know your weekly sessions we have yeah. got into uh, the crux of what you wanted to achieve so just with that what were your main objectives what were you reaching out for um, at that, uh, that first initial period so I, I have the textile side of the business and I also have recently qualified in the last couple of years as a yoga teacher and I felt like the majority of my time was doing the textiles and not a lot of time was left over to focus on the yoga. So I really wanted some advice and some help and guidance with how I could run both of the businesses side by side and make it a bit more 50-50 or 70-30 rather than it just being the majority of the textiles and the yoga being you know, almost like a bit of an afterthought. Um, so, and also because of lockdown. And that, so that was the first initial reason. And then secondly, because of lockdown, I was quite concerned about what financially was the impact that this was going to have to my business. And I felt like I really needed some advice and also like a sounding board. Um, you know, working on your own can be quite difficult sometimes, especially when you are, yeah, in, in times of crisis, I suppose. And you're like, actually, I, I, I need to make sure that I'm doing the right things and that, that my ideas are sound and solid and 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 having someone to, to work off in that way. So that was also something that I, I needed at that point, which you obviously were there for. So that was great. Awesome. Did you, did, did you have any sort of prior reservations at all particularly with working online did you have any reservations or were you what after you've done your research on other coaches and myself and obviously you know you've got recommendations was it a clear-cut decision for you that it's just like you know jump straight in and take the leap or, or did you have any prior reservations at all do you know i suppose the only reservations that i had was is this really going to be of, it, of help like I'd never done anything like this before I didn't really know what to expect I knew what I wanted to achieve out of it but I wasn't necessarily sure whether someone could help me do that and yeah actually I think that that it can work I mean obviously everything is like long term it's all work in progress like you know you're not gonna you're not gonna be like right I want to open a yoga retreat and be turning over this amount of money and you're going to do it in three months. You know, this, this is not going to happen. You have to, you know, realize that it is a long-term, long-term thing, long-term goal. Um, but as for, um, you know, the, the doing the meetings online, I felt that it was actually really, really quite good. And it opened up the opportunity. Like, obviously if we were to do it face to face, you're up in Sheffield, I'm down in London. How would that work? Like it just wouldn't work. So that would automatically be you not <laughs> us not working together. And it really limits your options in that respect. So actually working online, I, I felt was a better opportunity than, than restricting it to being face to face, person to person. I don't, you know, we're living in a modern age. We don't have to necessarily do that anymore. And, you know, and again, you can work your schedule around, like if a meeting came up or something like that, again, it doesn't really matter. It's not as if you have to commute travel, you know, you're online, you're on a screen, it's totally fine. So yeah, that didn't put me off at all. And with that, with the online on a screen, because we've never met, how have you felt that you've been able to relate to me and how do you feel like I've related to you? Has that been a problem or has it been? Has it no, not at all. I think it's just the same as probably being in person, like, to be honest, apart from we can't sit here and have a little glass of wine. Well, we could, I suppose. <laughs> but, you know, like, I, I, I genuinely feel like that hasn't hindered at all. Like, you know, I was very open and honest with you in a couple of sessions about things that have happened to me personally. And, you know, 
would I do that if there, if if I didn't feel like I had that relationship with somebody and and that bond with somebody? Probably not. So I think it it shows that actually it really kind of doesn't it hasn't been an obstacle for me at all. So in terms of like your objectives that you wanted for your own clarification, the the support that you needed, the direction that you wanted, you know, sounding boards and advice off, as well as the personal element for you, um, how do you feel like it's all like met your expectations? Yeah, it's definitely, it definitely met my expectations. I mean, even though I wasn't entirely sure how it was going to go and where it was going to be and what it was going to be like, I definitely feel like it was a, a worthwhile thing to do for sure. Um, and it's definitely something that like, I want to come back to. Um, you know, it's given me a lot of content. It's given me a lot of direction. It's given me confidence as well to be like, actually, that what I'm doing is right and what I'm doing is, yeah, just in my own, you know, business sense I suppose like I've been running a business for 12 years <laughs> never actually had any formal training on how you know how you do it it's just learning every day you know making a mistake and learning from it and actually you know ha- having a coach having somebody to help guide like just say yes you're doing the right things or maybe if you thought about this or and also the weekly meetings I felt were really good to be able to give myself very clear goals of what I was, you know, what I was doing and how to progress. And, you know, you'd have to, at the beginning of lockdown, obviously when we were in lockdown, I wasn't really doing any of the kind of like normal day-to-day stuff. I did have a lot more time to be able to, to apply myself to those tasks. But, um, you know, the, as things started to lift and get back to the new normal, it definitely was a case of like, actually, I need to use all of that timetable planning and daily weekly monthly planning to make sure that actually I was doing what you were asking me to do as well as managing everything else I mean I would definitely say that one of the things that I wanted to achieve at the beginning of coming into all of this was that I wanted to free up a little bit have a bit more free time that hasn't happened (laughs) I've definitely got more busy um but I, you know, I, I don't mind that because I'm not too scared of hard work. So it's, it's all good. Kudos to you. Your work ethic is incredible. And yeah. that's apparent right from the start with obviously you, a lot of your goals, your vision, your objectives of the fact that, you know, you will keep going and keep going and keep going. Um, but we have had to rein that in a little bit for you in terms of, you know, even before we press record on here about not being overwhelmed by that. It's all right being ambitious. I'm all for it. You know, I'm all for like, let's go, let's go get the world because who's going to stop us? Um, yeah. You know, I'm all for that attitude. You know, I am, but not at the, de- not at the detriment to you. Um, so that's why we've had to probably put the brakes on and the reins on a little bit. Um, right. But yeah, I mean, that's something obviously that, you know, you're aware of now and that you can be putting that into practice throughout. Um, but not only your work ethic, obviously, that I want to recognise, is the fact that you um, you deliver on everything. And even if, even if I know at a particular time, uh, you know, that you may be struggling with something uh, or you might feel a little bit under, under pressure or a little bit overwhelmed by something, you will still be honest and transparent with yourself and you will still deliver on it. And that is a massive, massive testament to your mindset and to your determination and to your resilience. So I just want to recognize that because, oh, you know, it, 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 is, it is challenging. And, you know, we are uncovering a lot of things, particularly in coaching, where we're not necessarily comfortable with. 
That's, that's why mm-hmm. we want somebody else in the team with us. We want somebody yeah. to, to help us fight that corner. We want us to, um, you know, get into that dark room with you and put the light on to say, okay, so where is where are the things that, that has been holding me back? And sometimes that, are, that they are the things that people are afraid of. And you've taken it on board every single week and you've continued to deliver. You've delivered on the homework. You've delivered on the tasks online. And, you know, I... I, I, it's been an absolute pleasure working with you and seeing the growth, seeing the growth and seeing the happiness within you on the fact that you know you have got a lid on things and you can go out there and create things. You can have the confidence to go out on social media and position yourself and push yeah. yourself in the way that you are so freaking good in your industry. Like you, you have just got USP written all over you. Mm-hmm. Like you really have, and I, I, it makes me a proud coach when I see you going out there and kicking on and applying everything that we've discussed in your session. So, you know, well done to you. Well, and thank you, because I wouldn't have done it had I not, like, had our, our coaching and our sessions and stuff. So it's, it's definitely been a huge thanks to you and, and you know, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no tears, no tears. You put, you put all the hard work in. You put all the hard work in. Like that, that, you know, you take credit for that. Absolutely. What just just to wrap this up, Kira? What would be your what be what would be your words of advice to anyone else that you know is maybe considering coaching or considering uh, how they can reach out and, and get some help and support to to get their confidence levels up and to to overcome their overwhelm. I'd, I'd say just do it. Just reach out. Just have a chat to somebody. Like you know, try and find the person that you relate to and and who you can who you feel like you can have that relationship with. And don't let ego get in the way. I don't think it's a form of failure. I suppose maybe that's the wrong word, but I don't think getting coaching asking for help asking people to help support you especially if you work on your own you know it can be quite isolating and actually it's it's a really it is a really really positive step to do I don't think that anything negative could potentially come out of it there's only going to be growth so you know if you're thinking about it then definitely do it you won't regret it and I will be back <laughs> as well I'm going to be back for massive goals for 2021 <laughs> This is, this is just a period now of obviously your your industry has now woken up. You have got a lot of uh, work that we've covered that you, yeah. you're going away and you're you're applying. Um, mm. This gives you that opportunity then to to be self empowered to do that on the work that we've done, and then we'll revisit everything then again in January. Uh, I'm coming to this spa retreat. I'm telling you, this is happening. Yeah. <laughs> the, the spa. I'm your first customer. this is happening it is going to happen i'm actually looking at my little manifestation mood board like it's right behind the screen here i'm like yeah it's up there every day i can, so I can see it i can visualize it the creative always the creative i love what kira brings to the table in terms of the creativity and when when we go through any of the tasks, you then go away oh, and you put it all you. you put it all into your own like deci- you decipher it in your own manner and come up with something very very special uh, from a creative manner. So yeah, hats off to you, well done, and it's been an absolute pleasure working with you so Thank far, you. and I can't wait to see what the next chapter brings. Thanks for all your help. Thank you for listening to the HEW podcast. For continued support, please subscribe using iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, Google Play, or SoundCloud. And if you've enjoyed the episode, please leave a five-star review on your download platform. 
Tune in for more value and more content the same time next week.